Welcome to Always Andersonville, the podcast. I'm Laura. Today, we turn over our podcasting duties to Stu Jameson of Stupendous Productions. Founded in Chicago, Stupendous Productions is fundamentally centered around providing joy, laughs, and fun for everyone through personalized experiences. Whether you're celebrating another trip around the sun, getting married to your one true love, or trying to boost productivity at the office, Stupendous Trivia is ready to provide a fun, customized experience for you. You can find more information about Stu at stupendousproductions.com. Stu is currently booking Zoom trivia parties for your friends and family, and you can catch him on Instagram Live on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. We hope you enjoy this first installment of Gabin with Stu as he interviews Sarah Dysack of Early to Bed over Zoom in this special Andersonville at Home virtual event podcast. Before we get started, air high five. We're going to be great. We're going to be great. Wait, okay. That's a new one. Got to start bringing that into the meetings. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Gavin with Stu. I'm your host, Stu Jameson from Stupendous Productions. We are celebrating all things that we love about Andersonville and trying to raise money to support our neighborhood to keep those things we love going. The money raised as our entry fee to Midsummerfest is a crucial part of the budget for the community we care for so deeply. So that money you would have spent on delicious food and cold frosty beers put towards a much needed cause and donate what you can uh, to Venmo at Aville Chamber. Uh, we have a very tasty morsel gab sesh today uh, with my very special guest. It is my privilege to introduce to you Sarah Dysack, owner of Early to Bed. Hi, Sarah. Hi, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, you are my inaugural guest of Gabbing with Stu. That's, okay. just, that's the name I gave my own show. I decided to take initiative. <laughs> it's, good. it's good. I like it. Thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, so, Sarah, if I may ask you, Sarah, your store reminds us that you are never too old to play with toys. <laughs> you set out to destigmatize the adults only shopping experience and making a welcome, uh, vibrant, and shall we say, pleasurable experience. Uh, would that be fair assessment? I love the way you put it. Yeah, that's definitely what we're going for. You can have it. You can take it. Just take it after Thank this you. interview. Just take Thank it. You. <laughs> so can you tell me a little more about your store and your history with Andersonville? Well, um, my store is a lot what you said. It's a warm, safe place to shop for adult toys and accessories and gender expression gear as well. I started it in 2001, um, mainly because I was a frustrated consumer myself and wanted the place, created the place I wanted to have already been existing in Chicago. Um, mm -hmm. And we were on Sheridan Road when I opened up. Um, I was actually kind of scared to come to Andersonville. I had been told by a couple people that it would not be cool for me to be there and I really don't want to be somewhere where people don't want me. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, I no one would rent to me. I was having a hard time finding a store to rent to me. Um, so I was on Sheridan Road for 12, 12 years um, in Foster and just always dreaming of the day I got to move to Andersonville. And at one point, my mom had 
um, retired from her job and was helping me at the store, but I love my mom, but you know, it, it, it your mom helping at the sex shop is a little awkward oftentimes. <laughs> and so I was trying to find things for her to do. And this magical storefront opened up on Clark street and I gave her the job of doing the things I hated, like reaching out to the landlord and talking to people. And it was, moms this, are so good at that. There's she, yeah. What does she care? She'll call people on the telephone, you know, things I'm never going to do. Um, so she helped me find a storefront and secure the storefront. And I talked to the chamber before I signed a lease and they were like, sure, come to Andersonville. We'd love to have you. So, um, I moved here in 2013 and it's been the best decision. I think, I mean, I've made a lot of good decisions in my life, but one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life was moving to Clark street. And I've been so happy here and I just love this neighborhood and it's, you know, sort of fulfill the dream of the shop to be in a place where I wanted to be. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. So, I mean, so, uh, so really you can thank uh, your mom for making this uh, sex shop happen. <laughs> yes, every day. Hey, she Thanks, gave me mom. the first seed money. She actually, she was my first investor and actually, oh, owned, but, you know. I love that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you mentioned in the conversation and it's, and something I read also about your store uh, is that you also offer educational programs and support for the trans community. Uh, when you started your company, is that something that you thought that you wanted to do? Or did you just kind of see a need for it and you just kind of felt like, I can make a difference in this? Like, how did that come a part of your, uh, your business? Well, education was always going to be a part of the that was the idea of the store. I always wanted to have workshops and, and have it be an educational place, especially because there's it's, you know, this is, I don't know when it was, or 2001. Um, there wasn't a lot of that happening in Chicago or in, online or all, all the places you can find it now. Um, and then the trans component of the work that we do just kind of happened organically. You know, I come from the queer community and the, and cause they're my people and they started asking me for specific things. And I was small and fle- I'm never small, but my store was small and um, I was able to kind of just respond to people's needs because I didn't have some big corporation behind me or, you know, so I could just say, sure, I'll buy those things that you need. Um, and that's kind of how that started. And then everything kind of just grew over the years where we now do a ton of, you know, education out in the community, which I hadn't really even thought about when I opened. But a lot wow, of- that's awesome. Yeah, workshops, lectures. I mean, of course, nothing right now. But um, up until March, we were doing a lot of that stuff. And um, it's what kind of keeps me going when the day-to-day of retail can be exhausting and repetitive. Um, mm-hmm. But getting to work with different people out in the world is very invigorating. Yeah, I love that. And that you're going just beyond the walls of your store and you are yeah. uh, finding new ways. Have you done anything? Have you found uh, ways to uh, keep your store going in like an online sense? Or are you like doing uh, classes online through outreach? Or, uh, what, what, how have you kind of waded yourself through the storms of these crazy times? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's been crazy. We, I have to say we had a pretty robust online presence to begin with. Um, and so we've been doing pretty well with our websites. We have two websites. We have Early to Bed, which is the adult component. And then we have a separate website called FTM Essentials, which only sells uh, gender expression gear. Um, and so 
even though my staff has been home sheltering in place, my manager and I have been working in the store and processing web orders and doing in-store pickups as of you know the beginning of May. So we've been doing okay, but that means that all of our energy, all of my energy has been going towards like packing boxes and making sure we have enough products. Um, so we haven't really done any virtual learning, which I, you know, on my list of things to do from March 22nd. Um, so I would love to bring that in as we are able to kind of start to bring our staff back and stuff like that. Yeah. In these times, it's just about doing what you can, the best you can, and just making the most of it. A lot of, uh, a lot of people are doing uh, curbside pickup. Are you doing curbside dildo pickup? We are doing curbside dildo pickup, yes. And <laughs> oh, my and God. You thought of everything. I would say, yes. Yeah, it, it's a little sad because I wish it could be a little more creative with being, like, out on the street or something like that. But we got to kind of keep stuff, you know, on the DL a little bit. I mean, sure. Um, you got, right. You got to keep it classy. Right. You got, yeah. People like their privacy, right? People want to not have to... Yeah. So, um, but we've been yeah, doing. They that probably don't want much fanfare, and uh, as they're coming by. <laughs> I mean, do, 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 do. <laughs> there are those who do it for you. Like you know, a lot of, we ask people. We always ask people if they want bags, but when they leave the store, and most people are like, "Yes, of course I want a bag." You know. <laughs> and then they're like, "Hmm, I think I'm fine walking down the street with this giant box of whatnot." So, <laughs> everyone has their own relationship to them products that we sell but we're doing the best we can to kind of be accessible while still maintaining our sanity and safety i love that now as i mentioned in the beginning of this is that you know we are ultimately trying to help raise some money for andersonville chamber of commerce city of andersonville uh is there a, a moment you recall uh as a business owner or as someone who is so deeply involved in andersonville that you've experienced Andersonville Chamber of Commerce and how they've assisted you or something you've witnessed uh, that really have like said like, this is why it's so important to keep supporting Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Oh, well, I mean, the list is huge. I, um, you know, when I came to this neighborhood, I don't think I understood what a Chamber of Commerce really was supposed to do. And I don't know if I necessarily understood the, the value of a Chamber of Commerce. And over the past, I guess, seven years since I've been here almost, I have seen, the neighborhood be so enhanced from this amazing chamber that we have the work that they do and all of this work so much of it is done without anybody seeing it or knowing it or understanding what's going on and then when this crisis hits as a business owner like it has been our lifeline i mean they the staff of the chamber is constantly updating on us on what's available you know the first moment when this closure whatever thing was coming in in march the first thing i did was reach out to the chamber and be like oh my god what does this mean for us and they're like okay mm -hmm. give us two minutes and like within half an hour there was an email kind of explaining everything that they understood that they, they're taking this information they're putting it in these updates that are easy to read and easy to understand and they are working so hard to make sure that our businesses do okay and our businesses survive this and i think it's invaluable i am just blown away with how much um, work that they're putting into something and how much of a benefit we're getting. And as the business owners getting benefits, the whole mm -hmm. neighborhood is going to get the benefit of these cute, adorable, independent stop shops sticking around and keeping this adorable neighborhood. Yeah. And it's cute. And, you know, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I just, and I, and I, I, think, I think you said it so well too, is that like, they are kind of like that, um, the Wizard of Wizard of Oz kind of behind the curtains, you know, doing all the gears and all of the moving and stuff like that. Like, 
you know, you see the big mask and you see all the pomp, the pomp and circumstance, yeah. but not the little nitty gritty, uh, which is totally true. So, uh, so we are in this event. We are all in this event celebrating what would have been uh, the kickoff of the 55th uh, Midsummer Fest. Uh, obviously, this is not the way that we uh, thought we would do it. Uh, life throws us curveballs sometimes, but I couldn't help but take the opportunity. So uh, obviously, uh, we all have a, a Midsummer Fest memory. We enjoy those weekends, uh, all of the ballyhoo that comes along with it. Is there a Midsummer Fest memory that really stands out to you that you're like, you just kind of cling to in these times when you're like, man, that just makes me smile? <laughs> well, um, I have to say, I have two. Um, first one was the first year that I volunteered a, a beer tent or to be the, yeah, to work in a beer tent and just, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm not a huge fest person. I think Andersonville, that Midsummer Fest is the only fest I ever even have been to for the most mm -hmm. part. Um, but working in the beer tent with volunteers from different, uh, neighborhood organizations, which is how they're often staffed was just such this like community building experience. And I didn't understand that standing outside in the hot sun serving beer was going to actually be this really bonding and enjoyable experience and being on the other side of the beer selling was just everyone was so happy it was just such an amazing experience um so I really liked getting that opportunity and I hope I have it again sometime and it's nice to when, when you're pouring the beer you have that buffer right, right. so you're not you're not in the midst of the crowd so it's yeah. a perfect scenario for you see I got it I'm with I you I absolutely like that little bit of uh-huh around me yep. um but then also my, one of my, what I'll always remember is last year when I was um, in the secret room with money during Andersonville, I mean, during Midsummerfest, um, my family was here, my wife and child were out and um, they got a caricature done of the two of them for my birthday as a present. And both of them despise caricatures like nobody <laughs> else's business. And I was done with my shift and I came down and I was like, okay, I just have the biggest favor in the world. Would you please, 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 please do this for me. Can go get our caricature done. And they're like, um, no, um, we can't, uh, sorry. And it, <laughs> And they had done it in the meantime and gotten it framed and four-sided before I even knew what happened. So. Oh my gosh. Things in I our bathroom. That. I see it, you know, every day. I love it. Oh, so how so. special is that? Very and, special. And, and what an act of love to, to set aside their despising of characters for you. That is for true me. love right there. Best present ever. <laughs> okay. So uh, we're, we're getting close to the end of our conversation. Time certainly flies by. But I got four rapid fire questions for you. Oh, okay. So don't think too much about it. Just whatever comes to the top of your mind. These are all fun rapid fire questions. Number one, when restaurants open again for dinner, where in Andersonville? Where oh. are you going to go? Vincent. Oh, okay. So that was the question. Boom, right, right. there. I just heard a restaurant and I knew where I was going. I oh mean, yeah, you're, so the Vincent, you came from the Vincent. What will you order? What will you order? Oh, um, well, probably some cheese and definitely a cocktail and frites for sure. I mean, that's my, I'm going there. Um, and then depending on what wonderful vegetable side dishes they have, I'm hoping they still going to have roasted Brussels sprouts, but they might be out of season. Um, and my partner will get muscles. She's been waiting for those for months. So yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Probably actually everything we'll order. Yeah, just, just a, a Vincent sampler, just across yeah. the menu. Yeah, that's an excellent choice. That's Thank gonna be you. a great one to get back to. 
Uh, what is your favorite summer beverage? Uh, in general? Um, yeah, what, what's that one drink in the summertime that just makes you think summer, makes you feel happy, like you just love sipping on the summer beverage? Uh, gin and tonic, for sure. Especially if there's a oh. herb thrown in there of some sort. A little thyme Ooh, or rosemary. Very summer and very refreshing. Thank you. So you're, so you're a G&T gal? In the summer, yes. All right. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> if you could enjoy a happy hour in Andersonville and invite a celebrity, living or their ghost, where would you go and who would you invite? Oh, my God. That's very stressful. Um, okay. I don't I have a child, so I never go to bars or happy hours. But bar oh, no. I, I, I'll get you a babysitter. I'll get you a babysitter. Okay. Well, um, I think I go to Bar Roma because it's really close to work, so it's really easy to get there, and they I could have some fake meatballs that I think they have. Oh, uh, man, I love those meatballs. A cocktail, and then, oh, my God, inviting someone famous. I don't know. That is a very stressful question. Um, did you say they could be living or dead? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you have a Shiro? Do you have um, uh, someone you're always going to ask a question to? Is it weird if I say no? Is no, not at all. See, like for, like, for me... I would love to like uh, ask uh, Hedda Hopper um, okay. because Hedda Hopper uh, would know all the dish about what really happened in old Hollywood. And so <laughs> I would love to sit uh, with the ghost of Hedda Hopper, have cocktails and just like ask all the questions about what really went down uh, in old Hollywood and really what was all the, what was all behind the scenes. Like that is a night I literally envision in my head all the time <laughs> that, that sounds great that yeah i i don't i don't know i feel like i have a missing link in my body where i don't i can't yeah uh well you know what don't worry about it. i'll invite you to the, i'll invite you to my cocktail party i would love to hear about old hollywood even if it's you know not really my jam but i think it would be interesting for sure well uh yeah well you know there's just there's so many things that happen that like we don't really know because the studio just controlled everything so well but like, I want the dish. I want the hot goss. I wonder what yeah. really went down. Um, and then my last, my last question for you, my last question, uh, what is your life motto that keeps you going during these tough times? What is, it, what is a mantra that you say in your head that, you, that keeps you going through these tough times? Well, I've, okay, well, it depends on what time of day it is. Um, usually when I'm crying in the shower, it's nobody ever died because their dildo took a couple extra days to get to them. Um, <laughs> You know, people, people make you feel as though you're killing them sometimes with your two-day delay and getting out their sex toys. But um, <laughs> That might be my favorite motto I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I mean, that's over and over again. But um, every morning, it's like, just get through this day. We can do this one day at a time. I mean, I have never one day at a time in my life so much as I have right now because thinking about the next thing or what's going to happen is so stressful and terrifying but it is I wake up every morning and um we still have this adorable city and neighborhood and place to go and put on my mask and I just pull up my big girl pants and I get on with it and try and make the most mess the best of the day and then I remind myself I can watch tv when it's all over Oh, that's so good. That's so good. My, I, my, mine is uh, just keep hanging tough like the new kids taught us. That's what I always say to myself. That's a good one. Hanging tough. Is that hanging with a, and an apostrophe? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh. oh, oh. 
<laughs> Did you sing more of it? Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, afterwards, afterwards. Okay. I don't, I don't want to steal the thunder of all the bands performing in this, oh. uh, this midsummer extravaganza. True. They'll be like, well, the band was good, but can we get back to Stu singing, oh, oh, new kids? That was the jam. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, don't ruin it. Um, that's amazing. Well, I want to thank you so much uh, for spending some time with us. Uh, and, uh, and I really like to give you the opportunity. Uh, if someone who has never checked out uh, your store before, uh, how can they get in touch? What, what can they do? Uh, what are your plans? How can people find out more about you? Oh, well, um, earlytobed.com is a great source of information early than the number two bed.com. Um, we have updated information about what's going on with the store, and you can also see everything that we sell there. Um, we are going to be doing some more enhanced curbside pickup and stuff in the next couple of weeks. We're not going to throw our doors wide open quite yet until we're really ready. Um, but we're also on social media. We have an adorable Instagram feed. It's at early to bed. It's pretty easy to find. Um, and occasional Twitters, and um, you can always just walk by the shop and wave and say hi, and we'll be really excited to see everybody in the next couple weeks slash months. Isn't that amazing how just a, a wave can just make you feel so good? Like, oh. you know, my, my whole thing is for me is like, I, my superpower in this world is bear hugs. Like that, like my bear hugs will like, I, mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but toot too. Uh, it like it will just wash away your stress and your worry and the fact that in these times when people need a bear hug the most I can't do that as like literally the hardest thing for me in this whole situation like I, I miss hugs so much and it's it's just like that touch I can't wait to get back and get you again I mean I just feel like I've always tried really hard to be out in the world and smiling a lot of people and that to me, like I'm having to really work on smiling with my eyes because I just feel like, yeah, I'm missing that. Even that little communication with strangers where you're just throwing a little bit of sunshine out there. Yeah. Can't wait to bring that back. Well, you know, they, they say that the, uh, uh, that the eyes are the gateway to the soul. So really, like, it is your chance. You know, uh, I, I think what the tire bank says is smizing. You know, yeah. use your eyes to smile. You really got me. <laughs> oh, you've been practicing. I need a little work on it. Uh, well, Sarah, I thank you so much for spending time with us. And, uh, and I look forward to the first chance I get uh, to come into your store and experiencing this fabulosity uh, my, my, myself firsthand. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you on the streets of Andersonville. And I'm going to give you a hug when it's safe and acceptable. I will look forward to that. And thank you for this lovely chat. It's been oh, It was such a joy. Thank you very much. And uh, I'll be back again real soon with another episode of Gavin with Stu. Bye, everybody. Always Andersonville, the podcast, is produced by the Andersonville Chamber of Commerce. Find episodes streaming weekly on iTunes and Podbean with show notes available at andersonville.org. 